Hey, hi. Welcome to Father Seekers, the podcast. My name is Scott Eastman, your host today. And joining me as always is my good friend, Barry Edgman. Say, hey, Barry. Hello, friend. How are you? I'm fantastic. It's a great day. It's, uh, I don't know what day it is outside. There's no windows in this room. Yeah, that's true. No clocks or it might be day. It might be it night. Could, it could be. It reminds me of my time when I was serving on a submarine, and you wouldn't know if it was day or night. We had like 18-hour day. You're not even listening. Oh, I am. I'm 18-hour days. 18-hour days. So you never really knew like if it was day or night or anything like that. You just had this like 18-hour day that you kind of like wrestled with, and so that's kind of mm-hmm. what this is like. We're like in a big submarine right now. Weren't you the, like, didn't you, weren't you the guy that drove? Yeah, it sounds like a big deal. Actually, the most junior people on the boat were the people that drove. Like, you're the most, that was like the first thing that you did, is you did Helmsman Plainsman on the submarine. And so it was like the most junior watch you could stand. And so you'd do that for six hours, then you'd do your job for six hours, whatever your job was. Mine was, I was an office guy. I was like a record keeper, record maker person, an admin. Yeah. And then. But you still got to drive a submarine. I did. Who can (laughs) say that? Yeah. I I mean. How many can. Not many. I know a guy. I know a guy that lives near us and he was a submarine driver guy. Yeah. And he wrecked it. He hit. He hit the side of a wall. It's a big story. Yeah. He owns a business in, in a town near us, and it's a huge story. Like, people oh. talk about laugh at it all I can time. imagine. Yeah. Huh. So funny. Yeah. It doesn't seem like something that should be easy to do. It seems like there's five people giving you instruction on where to go, or and like there's some there's an old guy, like the chief of the boat, or the chief of the watch, mm-hmm. chief of the watch, mm-hmm. or the diving officer. Diving officer is watching you all the time. And so, like, there's no way that you could be off course for so long that you'd run into something. And the quartermaster should have said, hey, make sure you watch out for this. You know, anyway, we're not here to talk about submarines. Yeah, we digress. Anyway, hey, welcome to episode three of the Father Seekers podcast. Uh, we're just kind of doing little bits of introduction here and there, but I wanted to focus on the on the four main topics of Father Seekers, which include restoration, original design, foundation, and fatherhood. Those are what you list as the pillars of Father Seekers. And so let's talk a little bit about restoration and what does that mean? Because for me, restoration means like that show with the cute girl but the big giant guy with the great beard and they go and they fix houses and i feel like they're restorationers oh, yeah they're cool yeah they, they have the a show time. yeah it's in mississippi yeah mississippi they are great I like those are those are people you'd like to meet but yeah. such a good analogy because in in scripture paul writes second corinthians 5 he writes that we're new creatures in christ and and actually, if you dig out and and mine a little bit in the Greek language, the actual idea or concept there is that there is a construction process going on where things are being taken out and replaced, mm. like a remodel job. Yeah, I mean, I can't believe you said that. So well, really I'm super good. smart. Hello, I just thought of the song "Yellow Submarine." Nice, but it's not apropos. So with with the reconstruction, with the taking out, I think this is the way that I've coped with fatherlessness is to realize that there are parts of me that are obviously broken and there are significant parts that if they're not made right and not created to function properly, then all of the rest of me is going to be messed up. Mm. So restoring is recognizing that there are things in me that don't need to be replaced. They need to be taken out. 
Yeah, to continue with this analogy, right? Like 99% of the people that are listening right now, you have good bones, right? Like there's good bones to you. And so while we might clear out some of the stuff that's termite infested or moldy or weakened or whatever, like some of that stuff's got to get pulled out and rebuilt. There's good bones to you. You're still a good person. You're still a man created in God's image, a man created for fatherhood, a man created for husbandry, right? For companionship. There's still plenty good about you. Your foundation is solid, right? But there's just some stuff we've got to take out that's been, you know, mildewy. Well, I, I think you've hit on something there, Scott, and that that point is good bones. We were created in, in the image of God. Right. So thereby we were we were created to be a father. Mm. So we have that father DNA in us. We have that. We have that that stuff in us that would make us a great father. Yeah, but right. Because the, the the image of God is our blueprint, right? It, yeah, and his his model was the way that we do it. But we we fatherless guys, underfathered guys, what whatever the term, when those things need to not be replaced or fixed, they need to be taken out, and then there needs to be a redesign. Not of what happened, but what is now and what we need to, to make good for the future. Yeah. Like, let's look at a termite infested wall, right? You're not, right. you can't leave that wall up and think that you can just fill all the termite tunnels, mm-hmm. like with plastic wood or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to take that termite, that the termite wall is done. It's done. It still might look like a wall. It stands like a wall. It's not a wall. It does not sound. It's not reliable. It's not, you know, solid. It, there's nothing good about it other than the fact that it's in the position of a wall. Right. It's, it looks like a wall, but it's no wall. And so those are the pieces that have to get taken out. You can't repair that. You're, it's irreparable. But that doesn't mean that, again, like we talked about in an earlier episode, you have to find blame in that. You're like, oh, stupid termites. Like, how long would you go on about termites if you were redoing a house and like termites had gotten to a wall? And like, how long would you be mad at the termites? Right? <laughs> just, there's no good in that. There's no there's no there's no benefit in being mad at the termites. Right. Well, they're there. And they have to be exterminated. Right. And sometimes there's no extermination. There's just surgical removal right. of that part of the house, like stripping down to nothing and then recreating. And actually, if you dig a little deeper in that that passage that Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 5.17, you'll hear and understand that all things are new, which means only God can come into a man's heart and take what's corrupted, broken, and infested and make it new. And he does that by taking out the old sinful nature or the old effects of sinful nature and placing in us the love of God, where, where then he begins to build in us those things that we need. Yeah. I just want to stop right here for a second, because you might be listening and maybe you're not a Jesus person, but maybe you've been to church a time or two in your life and you're probably thinking, I've been to church and no one's ever told me about how to be a dad at church. No one's ever encouraged me to find where this is in the Bible. No one's ever pointed out the fatherhood of God to me before. And so these things that Barry's talking about, that I talk about when we talk about this relationship that we have with God, it's not something uh, that originates in church. I love church. Church is important because then I find other dudes like me that can walk alongside other people like me. I can walk alongside and they can walk alongside me. Church is important, but church isn't the source of that. That in fact, that relationship happens when you make it happen. Like by the time that you spend with him in prayer or the time that you spend with him in the woods or the time that you spend with him in his word or, you know what I mean? Like, so these things aren't, they're not a class that just waiting to happen on a Sunday morning that you could just go to church and get it done. That's, this is a, a life 
lifelong project. And it's, you know, it's like, it's like building a, a, a kayak out of wood, like with those strips, you know what I mean? Like we'd strip that, you know what I mean? You kind of build a, the shell and then you kind of like lay down these strips and then you got to like laminate the strips and you got to do all oh my gosh, all this work that goes into it. It's not a weekend job, right? Building a wooden kayak isn't a weekend job or a canoe or whatever. Mm-hmm. And neither is this thing about like, correcting the wrongs that have happened to you by being abandoned or being forsaken. And like, so it's not going to happen in a weekend. It's not going to happen in one mass or one church service that it's going to take some time to work on, but the benefit is long lasting. Well, you could say that the benefit is everlasting. Mm. You know, there's, there's two, two things here, Scott, there's, there's the toolbox that all men need to be a good man and a good dad, a good employee, a good entrepreneur, a good faithful leader in his community. There's the toolbox, but then there's that, that skill set that has to be developed. I can give a guy the most expensive tools to do the, the work that he wants to do, but if he doesn't know how to use those, nor has the skill set to operate and create with those things, then he, he can, he, he still is at a disadvantage. So it's the toolbox and the ability and skill set, the capabilities to be able to utilize those tools to create. God created fathers to create and to steward mm. and to lead. Yeah. So for us to be able to to create and steward and lead, we have to have the ability and the skill set to use those tools. Yeah. And that's what Father Seekers is. To give men not only the toolbox but how to use the tools, the capability to use the tools and to, and to what for to create, because we are creators. We're created in the nature and likeness of our father. Therefore we are creators. And I'll be honest with you. Most men get stuck in a rut and do the same thing for years and years and years and never have any different results. It's because they're not living into their design. As original design, we are creators. So I feel like most men, when they don't have anything to create or don't know how to create or don't have the tools or the training to create, then they do the exact opposite, which is destroyers, right? So like, they're like, I'm, I can't make something. So I'm just, gonna, <laughs> I'll make my mark or I'll feel like I'm accomplishing something by destroying things. And I feel like that's the one tool in your toolbox, Barry, that I feel like most dudes know, feel like they know how to weld, wield, not weld, wield without training is like a sledgehammer. Like, okay, I'm on demo day, right? So I'm going to go in there and I'm going to start demoing things, not demonstrating things, but destroying things, demolishing things. And so I feel like a lot of us do that in our life where I'm going to start fixing things. I'll fix it. I'm not going to take the time to learn how to do it, but I'm going to fix it with these tools, starting with this big sledgehammer. And so we start going at it. And at first it's great, right? Like you're taking down walls and ripping out cabinets, but without the training, you don't know what the load bearing walls are. You don't know where the foundational, you know, points are. You don't know where keystones are. You don't know where any of it is. You just start (laughs) destroying things. Now you take it on a load bearing wall and then your second floor starts to sag. And then it comes crumbling down. So on this topic of restoration, you might feel like I'm not going to, I'm just going to get started. I'm not going to read the instructions. I'm not going to take the time for training. I'm not going to identify my toolbox. I'm just going to get started with demo day. And then you start destroying the things in your life. You start demolishing the things in your life and you might start over demolishing things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's a problem too. You know, what's interesting is that you use the word demonstrate and demolish. Mm-hmm. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. But one of the things about knowing what structurally to remove when you're when you're rehabbing a house restoring a house is to know what structurally is there 
and what structurally is not there and what can be handled in the process. Mm-hmm. If we take apart the wrong thing, there, there are pieces of our house that if we removed just one or two pieces, the whole thing would crumble. It's the same way with our lives. We can think that, okay, wake up today. Okay, I'm going to be a good father today. You know what? Good on, bro. Yeah. But you, you're just starting. My growth coach, I meet with him every week, and he says this. The things that we do and the things that you learn and the things that I teach will only become habit to you after 63 days. Hmm. If you do it every day. Yeah. My point in saying that is this, that that you just don't wake up and say you're a good father and then that's it. You wake up and say you're a good father and then you begin to seek how to do, how to deal with inside you and how to use those tools and skills. And yeah, and there's going to be times in this process where you miss the nail and you hit your thumb. Yep. There's going to be times when you put a screw in the wrong way, like you're not towing the nail that you're, I don't know, you're jacking the nail. I don't know what the opposite of towing a nail is. But anyway, you're going to screw this up. Like every day, there's going to be a way that you screwed up. And the, and the, and the key is to not give up when you screw up. Mm-hmm. Like you just gotta, you gotta keep going, right? Like, okay, I sucked at that today. I'm going to do better tomorrow. Like now I know, I know this is not the way to tow a screw or nail or whatever. Yeah. Right? Yep. So here's one of the other things too, Scott, about, about guys who, who are fatherless. We tend to be hard on ourselves as well as hard on other people. And we have to be forgiving. We just have to know up front, I've got to be able to forgive myself. And then in turn, I will be able to forgive other people. And we're going to make mistakes. It's easier to say, I anticipate. I anticipate a mistake, not because I'm a slacker, but because I'm human and I'm doing something very strategic and specific and eternal here. So I just need to know, I don't know everything, but I do know I'm in the middle of it and I'm getting the job done. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Progress. Hey, thanks for joining us for this episode of Father Seekers, the podcast. You can learn more about Father Seekers at fatherseekers.org. We'd love it if you shared this podcast with someone you feel like might benefit from hearing these words. You can always rate and subscribe uh, and review. Uh, the podcast as well, and any one of your favorite podcast platforms. We'll talk to you again the next time. I'm going to name that. Barry's going to name it. Barry's going to name it.